Welcome to the Self-Publishing Queen podcast. My name is Josiane Fortin and I'm a self-published author. I'm obsessed with helping and motivating writers to publish their books and share their gift with the world. My goal with this podcast is to inspire you to take action and be the writer you want to be. Let's go! Hello, writers. I'm Josiane Fortin, and today I'm interviewing Patrice Piccio. Patrice is the self-published author of Mind Your Hair. So thank you so much for being on the show today. And please tell us a little bit about you. Bonjour. Hey, thank you, Josiane, for having me today. Yes, so the journey started out in Paris. Paris was where everybody began. Uh, I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to make a difference in this world. I always knew I wanted to be my own boss. So all that together was I was managing three salons in Paris, like high-end salon, five-star, where I could start really understanding the taste of being a creator and being with a career and drive and ambition and passion. And that really led me very little after to saying to my boss, I want more, I want more, more became Miami. And Miami really became where everything started out. So starting out where I opened my own business, I was 19 and some change. And that's when everybody got revealed to me on, wow, what do I do to make it bigger, to leave a legacy, to really be someone as an authority? Because I was always very much about, hey, I want to really, whatever I choose to do. So when I was young, I used to say I'll be rich and famous. And then it became like, oh, okay. So I hired my PR in Beverly Hills. And that's when everything got like, wow, I'm finally part of Hollywood. I'm part of that red carpet world and the Oscars and the green room and everything in between until the point of realizing that helping everybody with beauty was really the misconception of beauty is the outside. And that's all there is to it. When really, obviously hair was my craft and passion of choice. And that's when I realized that when someone would say, make me beautiful, make me gorgeous, make me amazing, I want to be on the best dress list, I realized that this is not the point. The point is, how do you want to convey that? What is your message? What do you want to tell the world? And that's really when I realized what that chaos on social media and the way the quick fix was really some sort of a fashion, suddenly that all those makeover shows, I realized, no, that's not how that works. And that's when Mind Your Hair became, because one day I'm watching this reality show where I'm so confused with the message. I mean, I'm not confused. I just think this is sad that this is what they're telling the girls of the world. That's what it should be. And that's when Mind Your Hair became a mission. I was a man on a mission. My vision, my purpose was clear that this was the beginning of my journey. And that book took me to become a keynote speaker, spreading my message and now my second book mind your impact style interventionist is about to launch in september okay so you say it's not just about the outside so what what is it then like if it's not just make me beautiful for the right carpet what is it it is about the brand of you it is about okay. the message of you the value the core value because this is the thing when someone comes to me they think i'm going to give them the magic potion all right you drink it it's going to be great perfect now, I'm asking you three questions, which is, who are you? What do you want to tell the world? And how do you want them to remember you when you leave the room? I don't know. I'm not sure. I really don't know. Okay. And now I'm the magician who's going to take you to that journey. Now, if I don't have an answer, how do you want me to help? And that's why hair was so important, because hair is, a, is, is an emotional decision. 
here is, and that's why the premise of Mind Your Hair was about girls of the world, stop it. You don't just wake up one morning, you're not happy in your hair. If I'm not happy in my hair, I'm not happy in my life, well, I'm gonna think it on my hair. And if I transform my hair, transform my life. Now, not really, because you might be happy today just because you think you've made something happen that's a change, but that change was only an emotional decision you made out of, out of balance. And now tomorrow morning or the day after, you're gonna wake up and say, what is this? It's too short, it's too blonde, it's too this or that. Well, because the job was not done from the inside out. And instead of having a hairstylist really looking at you and saying, hey, why? Why are you changing? What's going on with you? And then if you realize that that person is just out of whack today and the balance is all over the place, it's like, you know what? You're not for me. And I've done, I've done that many, many times where it's a no because I want a success story. And I want to really share with the world something that's meaningful, purposeful, that's branding. Yeah. And do you think there's a specific way that authors should present themselves? Like, should they look professional? Should they look like uh, more like artists? Like, what should they go for? All right. There is no one fits all. That's a good question because often too many people, whatever it is, but for author, which is the topic of today, it's about what is your message? Again, the three questions are, what do I want to tell the world? What is my life story? What colors are reflecting me? What style is me? And that's why I really encourage every one of my clients, and of course here the authors, prepare yourself a mood board. So a mood board is what we do in fashion. It's really about saying, hey, we all meet together with a photographer, the makeup artist, the director, the producer, and saying, hey, this commercial on TV, this ad on a billboard or that page in a magazine, what are we telling that world? Are we telling the world something girly, flirty, soft light, the wind is blowing in the hair and it's autumn, or is it super edgy and modern and flashy and angled and very sharp? And by having all those images on a board, now we're able to visually understand what, what are we creating? And from the, all those images, we're gonna really end up with three on the board saying, this is the message. This is what I want to tell the world. And that's what everybody should do because that helps you to understand how well you're narrowing down your brand, how well you understand what you're going to tell the world. Because for an author, when you're going to do book signing, when you're going to do appearances on TV, when you're going to do podcasts such as today with us, that's what it is. What are the colors, the style you represent, your hair, is your gla are your glasses exactly what you want to tell the world? And that's how it works. Okay, that sounds very complicated. Like, I'm not sure if I could do it on my own. I guess I would need to hire you. And I read in your bio that um, you can tell who a person is just by looking at them for like 60 seconds. Uh -huh. And so I want to hear more about that. And also, do you think that personally, I can't do that? But do you think that subconsciously, maybe I'm doing it? Because like, if you're advocating for people to dress a certain way, that means that we're all interpreting um, the way people look in, in the yes. same way that you're doing it consciously? Yes. Oh my God. That's a great question. Actually, that's a super question. Yes, we all do it. This is the thing. I have understood it and I'm a little further in the process because somehow I had the luck and the opportunity to have people around me by building my business who said, we need to find your USP, unique selling proposition. And as we started out, when my book, Mind Your Hair, was just right out the gate, literally a month out, and then I had this team in New York, 
that I, I uh, hired to help me really understand it. How can I bring myself into a digital position? Because here I am doing hair one-on-one. It's an experience, a personal experience. But now how do I transform into e-courses, webinars, to make the digital world was all, you know. And then the USP conversation kept going every week and every month. And it went on and on and on until the owner of the company one day said, oh, by the way, I have a stupid question. I'm not in your industry and perhaps that's going to help. I'm like, okay, well, you don't understand my industry, but you have a question. All right, let's do it. And he said, when you look at someone's hair, are you able to know who they are? I'm like, yes, of course, that's obvious. And then I kept on talking and he's like, no, 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 back to me. You say when you look at someone's hand, you're able to know who they are? I'm like, yeah, I've done that forever. I've done that since I can remember. And this is when the real journey began because he's like, you need to put that in writing. And I said, well, I can't. This is intuitive intelligence. This is something I do from within. I don't know how I'm doing it. But I actually eventually learned how to do it. And what I would do to prove my point is when doing a keynote is to bring three guests, three people from the crowd on stage to actually telling them, well, let me tell you what I preach is a real thing. So by looking at your hair, I actually can understand exactly everything there is to uh, about your life story. And that really kept on further when finally someone in the audience and who became a friend of mine, Cindy Brown, who told me, you know, you're not doing a hair reading, for the lack of a better word, you're doing image reading. I'm like, what is that? She's like, well, actually, you're looking at the hair, but then you really look at everything and you read everything. And I saw you doing it, and that's what you're doing. To realize, oh, that is actually my gift. And with Mind Your Impact, Style Interventionist, my new book coming up, my editor did a great job digging into my brain and digging into my brain until realizing the steps and how I'm doing it and how, yes, it is intuitive, but how I respond to all the shapes and colors and forms to really creating the story and understanding it. Fast forward, yes, you do it every day. What you call your gut feeling, your instinct, your little voice behind your head. That is understanding the signals you're sending out because everything you have chosen today to, to, to wear is upon your mood, upon where you are, upon where you live, upon how you felt today about yourself. And that is a fact. Everybody does it. We all read each other, which we call judging. It's not judgment. It's an assessment. It's just a reaction because we are reactive beings. And to an action creates a reaction. Every day you do it, and you don't know how and why, but every day what that gut instinct you call, that's what you're doing. I'm too scared to ask you what you figured from my hair, so I'm not going to ask. Well, fast. (laughs) And... um, is image only about like expect expensive clothes and like fake lashes or like that's what I hear when I when I think about like how should I look if I want to look better like going to get my nails done and things like that and that's not just not too time consuming for me to worry about the, those little details that would like bring up my game so I'm just wondering like how can someone still um, have a style and not be always spending or always at the hairdresser? Like, what is your take on that? Yes, actually, it depends again in the industry you're in. But if you're in the public eye, all right, there are two parts to your question because is buying expensive clothing is a better thing than buying cheap? Not necessarily. In fact, often not at all. Why? 
because I have seen celebrities that you would know and wearing a gown that would be a $100,000 gown instead of embracing that moment. It's like a magical princess moment. Instead, she thinks, oh my God, do I deserve it? Like, <gasps> what am I going to do with that? Oh my God, is that sure that I'm looking good in it? And you see, that's the contrary now. That's someone that can afford everything. That's even more money than you can even think. And now they don't feel good because now there is no alignment between the emotions and the appearance. And now back to your question, do you need to spend money on you if you're in the public eye? Absolutely. Those little details you call, of course, your nails, your hair. And you don't have to have to go to a professional. You can do it yourself as long as you know enough to doing it well. But that's an investment for your future. That's an investment. And it's not just putting the show on. It's about knowing that by doing those things, you're reflecting at yourself. By taking care of yourself is loving yourself. It's seeing your nails well done. It's seeing your hair blown out properly, not your roots being three inches. These are all the things that, of course, empowers you. This is, especially in the public eye or your authors, like I said, they're going to get out and promote their books. Of course, the nails have to be perfect and the stockings better not be, you know, like ripped or, you know, you better not miss a button on that shirt. That's, it. that's crucial to understand when you step out there, that's your mission. Okay. Sounds like the bar is really high. <laughs> so perfect nails for, for all the ladies, even the guys, like if you're signing, like you want to have like really clean nails and perfect looking nails. And what advice would you give um, in terms of writing to an aspiring author? You wrote the first book and now you're working on the second one. What advice can you give to help people that are stuck or they're hesitant to write? What can you say? All right. It depends. Now you need to define the purpose of writing a book. Too often I hear, oh, my God, I would write a book and make a million dollars. Well, good luck with that. And let me know how that works out because I wrote my first book. I didn't make a million dollars. This first book, and I'll answer the, 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 the block, uh, the writer's block afterwards. But the first the book needs to be a real mission, a real passion, a real part of your guts. It needs to be from within. If you're writing a book just thinking you're going to be rich from it, please stop. It's fine. You could just go back to whatever you're doing. We're good. Now, if you're doing it because now you feel you can make a difference. So you need to have a topic that, please, is more edgy than the, the problem treated a million times. Bring your own edge. Bring your own experience. Bring your life story. Bring your value. That's how you start bringing the book together. People think they already have to have, oh, my God, how do I write the chapters? And it's like, easy. Write stories. A lot of stories. Collect your stories. And then you start putting them in order because now suddenly you realize, oh, you know, that story really belongs here and this one is maybe further. Now bring the reader into your life experience, into that journey, into taking them from the point of departure to the destination. The same thing as you take when you take your car or an airplane ride is going from here there. What's going to happen? Am I going to see the sky? Am I going to be on a road and looking at Mother Nature? All this is the story of the book. So the book needs to be a true purposeful gift you want to share the world because that is only with passion you can write a book. So your book is actually your expensive business card. That's really something you give, you sign. And now this is something that you make a difference with in marketing because now you're really showing people, I'm not just telling you I'm an expert. I'm really expert at what I do. 
In fact, this is the validation of my expertise. Now the roadblock question, of course roadblock happens. You're not a machine. You're not just gonna write and write. And maybe for a month, you're gonna write every day because you're inspired. And then suddenly it feels like, Ooh. so just relax, chill. Walk away from that manuscript. Just go out there, do your thing. Let it go and don't let it brew in your head. Oh my God, I should have been writing you know, 10 pages today. And I did it. I was guilty of it to think, oh, am I going to like be late? There is no late. There is no delay. There is no deadline. The deadline is only the one you put yourself to. And that's how it works. So just do it passionately, normally, organically, naturally, and everything will follow. And you self-published your first book like a couple of years ago. What was the hardest thing about being self-published? Was it the technical part? Was it the writing? Was it the marketing? What was it? Yeah, that's a great question. Okay, the marketing, because it's self-published, but you go out there and you get a publisher. All right, wow, the, same, the name sounds great. This one wants my book. This one wants my book. Yeah, they only want your book to make money off you because they're telling you all the song and dance that they're going to put down on the website and then a newsletter. All those companies out there for the most part, and even the biggest one, they're not going to do anything for you. Yeah, you're going to be sitting in a website. You're going to have a newsletter. You're lucky if you sell 10 books on that because someone will have noticed and maybe because the topic right at that moment feels like, oh yeah, it connects with me. You have to do your own marketing and you have to do everything about it to promote it. If you think that those people are going to work for you, they're not. And then on top of it, like me, my little surprise, I actually literally just got a few months ago, my client, I was working with a client. Oh, you wrote a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was talking about my second. So she's like, oh, it means you already have one out. Yeah, yeah it's on Amazon. It's great. And then I, she was like, oh, I want to buy it. And she's like, wow, I like you, but I don't like you that much. I'm like, why? Well, your book is $149. And I'm like, okay. what? <laughs> no, my book is 20 bucks. And I'm like, what's going on here? Only to find out that my wonderful contract that I signed with those people in Texas, well, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you're late on your payment with Amazon. I'm late on my payment with Amazon. I mean, could you carry me through? Not only I haven't seen the money in my account with all the books I'm, I'm selling the last few months, but what's going on? And then he's like, oh no, if you don't sell like a minimum of, which I can't even remember because the moment he said that, my mind just went somewhere else because I couldn't believe it. But on top of it, it's because apparently I need to pay Amazon yearly in order to have printing on demand because obviously they don't keep a stock of your book they just print as the orders are coming. And that's what it was. The surprise was apparently I owed hundreds of dollars to Amazon, <laughs> you know? So it was like, whoa, okay. You want to talk about learning curve? That was yeah. mine. So that was a hybrid publisher and that's what happened. So I guess you're not going with them for the second book. Do you plan on going to, direct to Amazon on the KDP platform? Yes. So, yes. so what I did is one day I'm on, I'm on uh, speakermatch.com listening, you know, I always listen here and there, the, you know, the, the speakers that they have. And then this one guy really struck me the way he was talking and he's a book um, a marketer. And he really is the one who can take someone step by step by step. So I hired this guy for a fair amount of money, a good amount, in fact, but he's carrying me through and I'm owning. So yes, I am. I upfront all the money, but now, literally now we're going to, to, uh, to printing in a few days. In fact, well, tomorrow I think we're going. 
And that's really where it's at, where I own everything. And now I'm going to deal directly with Amazon. And now it's a cut. And not only that, but by having your own book and own everything, now people are coming to you on the website. And now you start building an email list. That way you have a real connection with people. And if you have a newsletter, if you have material, videos, content you want to send out, but now you're building what's the goal is the email list. Are you going to sell direct on your website? Yes. So I'm going to have Amazon, obviously, because it's a great portal. It gives also, uh, you know, a prestige into what you do in your brand. But yes, and it's going to be, in fact, it's going to be on pre-sale uh, in about a week from now. We're working the details on technology and digital. But yes, it's going to be directly there. That way I have my audience directly reaching out to me. And now I can open the line of contact where I have something to promote. I have something to share. I have something to give. Why now I can talk to them directly. Yeah, it makes sense. And if people want to know more about you and if they want to know about your book, by the time this interview airs, it's going to be out. So where can they connect with you? Where can they find you? All right. So imageimpactindex.com. That's the name of my program. That's really what I carry people through for nine weeks with my coaching program. But I have created a ton of content, super affordable, a lot of content for free as well. And it's really all about communicating with people, building my community together. So imageimpactindex.com is where you go. I have all kinds of e-courses, webinars coming up. Of course, you can go on Facebook or Instagram, Patrice Bezio. And same thing, ask your questions. You know, your question is someone else's, another thousand people out there asking the same question. So I'm here. I'm always available for my community. Ask your questions and I'll answer. Okay, perfect. I'll make sure to share those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on the show today. All right. Thank you, Josiane. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to share it with me by leaving me a review. If you're ready to publish your book, let me take your hand in my course, How to Self-Publish on Amazon. I will show you every step you need to take to successfully go through the publishing process on the platform. Keep on writing, 